It is spring of the year 1091. The calm peacefulness of the season of rebirth has been met with death. Ziv, Earl the wagon driver, has an arrow sticking through his neck. Gurgling for life, he let go of the reins and the wagon is rushing forward. Three bandits on horseback chase after you. You are now entering a skill challenge. Your goal is to remove one bandit threat on each success. The DC is 14 and you must succeed three times before one failure. You can use skills, attacks, and spells you are proficient in, along with items in your inventory. You cannot repeat any action. In the first phase, the wagon's horses get startled by the yelling and charging bandits on horseback and start to rush forward down the path. Earl has gone unconscious. Earl. Okay, Earl. Uh, hold on. Things are... I'm sure things will be fine. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, oh, I said it. I'm going to use perception, and I want to try to find uh, a pothole in the road so that I can kind of uh, force a bandit into it while they're going beside me. All right, give me that perception check. 20. 20 is a success. How does this work? So I'm looking around, uh, looking to see what's going on. The wagon is just coming around another bend in the road. I see there's a pothole just up to the left, and I take up most of the right. So then the bandits try to funnel around me, and one of them doesn't see the pothole. They quickly try to get their horse to get out of the way, and then it starts going a little crazy, and it bucks them off. All right, and the bandit falls off the horse and tumbles into the dirt and mud. So we move on to phase two. The road becomes difficult terrain for the wagon as it climbs a hill. The path is loose gravel and you can feel the wheels slipping. What do you do? Oh man, why, why do we make wheels for these things? Um, uh, I'm gonna use survival. Uh, I know a thing or two about surviving in the woods. So I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna bullshit some nature stuff here. I'm going to try to find areas where I think the ground will be more secure, where, like, you know, looking at the gravel and stuff, it might be not so great there, it might be crumbling away. Okay. And I'm going to try to go into the, pretty much take up all the good part of the road and make it really rough for them. All right. Give me a survival check. Oh, no. I got an eight. So as you start to climb the hill, the the gravel is just kicking up, and the, and the horses can't seem to grab any kind of traction with their hooves even. And then one of the bandits, as you do start to move, comes up and jabs a spear in between the spokes of the wagon wheel. And whenever the horses launch forward, the wagon crushes underneath the weight. You are toppled off of the wagon. Oh, <laughs> what the hell? Ziv, after you are thrown from the wagon onto the ground, tumbling through rock and mud, you are briefly dazed as the bandits begin to surround you. But then you look to the north on the horizon and see five men on horseback rushing your way. Oh, fuck. They got reinforcements. Hey, listeners. Today's episode is sponsored by Battle Bards. BattleBards is a library of soundscapes, sound effects, music, scripts, and monster effects that you can use for your own tabletop experience. The wagons and horses from the intro with Ziv just now are from their library, and this song is too. This is Stodvar from the album Expedition by Alexander Nakarada. 
you'd like to add these sounds and more to your tabletop game, go check out BattleBards Prime at BattleBards.com. And don't forget to use promo code ORBS at checkout. Last time on the Four Orbs. The five of you head down to the docks, and Captain Kayo and his first mate, Stefan Grakaya, are at the edge of the dock near land, talking about the cargo the crew is loading. Ah, just the five people we were talking about. Turns out we have lost a crew member from each of our five teams. So each of you will need to fill a role on the team so that we can safely get the boat to Loran. I would like to propose that I go into the crow's nest. Well, I think my talents would be most suited for navigator. I could go in, uh... Take us the second hand? Guess we're the gunners. All right. Well, now that we got you assigned to your duties, let me show you where you'll be sleeping. You're given kind of a small grace period the first couple days at sea, watching your crewmates do the jobs that you've been assigned. But it is now your solo shifts, and this is where we will start the individual skill challenges. Skill challenge. Oh, no. All right, week six. You've been trained in your job duties. You've either excelled or getting by on them. You find yourself traveling through a series of uncharted island channels. That is a crit miss. Oh, that is a failure. 17. 17 is a success. All right, I'll use spyglass. That's going to be a 20. 20 is a success. Hey, there's something there! Port side! As you make your way past this very lush island, you look to the starboard side to see a pirate ship anchored. The captain shouts commands to move forward as fast as possible. But then as you pass another island, you see another pirate ship that's ready to chase. And the two pirate ships chase after you through these islands. The year is 725, and we are halfway through the spring season. It's been six weeks since the five of you set sail from Downland Harbor. The seas are choppy. The air feels thick from the ocean mist, pushing against everyone on deck. There isn't a cloud in the sky, yet the entire ship doesn't have a dry spot on it due to the crashing waves and windy surface. And you are under pursuit by pirates. After a couple hours of zigzagging between the island channels with two hostile ships chasing, your ship and the two pirate ships break free into the open ocean. Captain Kayo made the call to hit the open seas as it did not appear you were losing them in these uncharted islands. Everyone on deck is working their jobs. Finch is shouting orders to the crew. Hey, you over there, do this. Hey, you over there, get the 
Line this up real good. Hey, unfurl the sails. Turn left. Doris screams in a panic from the crow's nest, shouting down from above. Can't you see them? They're right there. They're right there. They can see us. Do better. And Felomir is frantically working with the navigation team, trying to keep everything on the table in these rocky waves. All right, we, we go uh, two knots this way and increase speed and uh, watch out for the wind in uh, three miles. Keth, you've ignored your job duties briefly once you and the bow team get the sails pointed forward. You calmly but furiously walk to the stern of the deck. Astra and the other gunners have the ballista aimed and loaded facing backwards. The pirates are currently out of range, though. I've got my fist uh, clenched up real real tight, and I'm just kind of shaking it a little bit. I'm so, like, furious, but I'm trying to keep it keep it contained and not explode, you know, on the ship. You okay there? No. There's pirates! As soon as they get in range, blow them away! If it comes to that, I'm, I'm hoping it, it won't, and we can get away, but I don't know if we're ready for this. If they get close enough, don't even hesitate. Just shoot! Over the next couple hours, the pirates get closer and closer. It appears they have speed on their side, but that's not what's frightening to you right now. Captain Astra, you see something large appear on the bow of the pirate ships. Something grayish and black. You squint your eyes, trying to determine what it is, but you are having a hard time. But then it clicks for you, Kath. You've seen this before. You've looked down the barrel of a gun. And before you can shout anything, you see the flare and smoke of cannons from the pirate ships. Two seconds after, visually seeing those, that explosive power, you hear it. And then a few seconds after that, cannonballs splash in the water around you. They missed, but they are loading again. Here, we will start a skill challenge. Give me initiatives. In this skill challenge, you can use your job duty skills infinitely. In addition to your job duties, you can still use your own skills, weapons, and spells you are proficient in. However, you cannot repeat those actions amongst the entire team. If, say, Doroth uses a perception skill, no one else can use perception again the entire skill challenge. There will be three phases to this skill challenge. Your failures will make it more probable for the cannons to hit your ship, increasing the percentage chance of the cannons hitting by 5%. If a cannonball hits your ship, the DC goes up the next round of the skill challenge. You do not have a threshold to win. Successes just make things easier on you. If the ship is hit by cannonballs three times, the boat will begin to capsize. Finch, as part of the captain's direct command, you gain a new job skill. Surrender. <laughs> Better not use that shit. And it's based on your persuasion check. Surrender may be a great option for saving the lives of your crew, the ship, and the ship's cargo, which includes your equipment you left below deck. Yeah, my instruments and shits is down there. Oh, God, are you telling me the orbs are down there? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Surrender. <laughs> we give up. Just let me have my things. Yeah, it's immediately as soon as the challenge starts. The DC for surrender goes down with every cannonball hit. Oh, <laughs> dude, come on. 
It's if, on you, Finch. If any of you choose to go down below to gather your things, that is an automatic failure for the skill that face. And you still have to search for them. So you could- Who has the highest investigation? <laughs> Who can get the orbs? <laughs> Oh my god. I can't surrender with the orbs down below. So, I, I don't feel safe doing that either. The DC for phase one of this skill challenge is 15. The current percentage chance of the ca of the cannons hitting the ship is 40%. For phase one, the pirate ships have shortened the gap. The pirates are now in range of the stern ballista. Up first is Finch. I don't want to use Perception because I do think Perception is something that someone could use when we get a tight spot, but Stealth, I feel like I can get away with. Maybe you can use a job duty. Yeah, you know, something that no one else has. I'm, You know, and I thought about that, okay? But something you can, that you you can, can use, use unlimited times. Yeah. Like Surrender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but Finch doesn't believe in surrendering this early on, Felomir. You're going to have to with that one. Dude, think about it. If Dave does not get to use the skill challenge at all and you yeah, just surrender it off rip. We won't have to do him anymore. I can't. <laughs> I can't just surrender like that and sacrifice the integrity of the entire character I've built. All right, I'm going to use steer. And then I'm going to go left and I'm going to try and keep us maybe circling these two pirate ships if we have to, but I mainly just want to make sure that both my ballistas on the bow and stern uh, can shoot at these pirate ships that are now attacking us. Okay. Fuck yeah, that's a... Uh, 25. 25 is a success. The DC for this round is a 15. Finch, tell us uh, how Finch handles getting this boat into that that viewpoint. So I'm just gonna whip the wheel real hard to the left. It's kind of like doing that spinning thing without my hands even on it. And then I kind of slam my hands on and we start to really steer and pull to the left and um, I'm going to try and just make sure that I keep us, you know, horizontal to them. And if I have to circle them, I will. Awesome. That will be one success. We're going to move on to Keth, who now has vision of the pirates with the ballista. Am I still in the back of the boat with uh, Astra? No, we'll say you moved to your position once the once Finch started shouting commands uh, and the pirate ships were in range. Okay. Uh, I'm going to open fire. All right. 16. 16 is a success. The bolt flies true from the ballista and lands directly into the hull of the ship, piercing it. And after Kef's success, we're going to move on to Elamir. Okay. I would like to use my navigation job duty to, I guess, maybe plan out, like, the quickest route to Laron to where we know other people are. Gonna be a big old five. Five is a failure and the first failure. You're looking at the map, but because the the turn that Finch just took, it kind of slides everything off of the table, and y'all, the, the entire navigation team is now gathering things back onto the table again. Yes. <laughs> After Felomir, we are on to Doroth. I'm gonna use the spyglass skill to get my telescope out and see if I can anticipate when they're going to shoot so that I can look down and say, it's coming! I like that. That's, I like that a lot. Uh, give me a spyglass job duty check. That's going to be a 12. 12 is a failure. 
over the crashing waves and booming of cannons and yelling of crew. No one can hear you, though you have gotten an idea of how it works just because you're watching. After Doroth, we're on to Astra. Okay, I guess we're doing this. Assuming I already had a uh, bolt prepared, um, I will do a ballista attack. Okay, give me a ballista attack. 16 plus 7. That is a success. So the ballista fires. Tell us how that bolt shoots. So my bolt leaves the ballista and um, goes like into the hole under one of the cannons. Awesome. We are crippling these boats little by little. We move on to phase two. And at the end of phase one, the cannons fire. It is a... 50% 50% chance to hit based on your two failures. I am not going to roll it. This is all you guys. Skill challenges are all about you. So designate two people to roll once. Uh, percentage dice. If it's 50% or below, the cannon hits. Mm. That is going to be a big zero. Zero, zero, zero. Oh, I'm sorry, three. A big three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a 78. All Woo! right. One Am I doing hit. this right, Gus? That is no, a three, you, you right? You did okay. good. So we're officially sinking? No, no. Three hits. Three hits in the boat. I thought that's three hits now. No, that's one hit. Ah. Two failures on skills. One cannonball hit. Okay. Yeah, because I failed, the percentage chance of them hitting us was higher. I think I was just under the impression that like three losses by us equal to a hit. No, something. three cannonball hits. So each fa- at the end of each phase, mm-hmm. skill phase. Is another volley. Is another volley of cannons. Gotcha. And if of those six cannon shots, because we're going to do this in three turns, there are three. If three cannons hit of the six that are going to shoot. Then we start to sing. You start to sing. Okay. On phase two, we're going to redo initiatives. So everybody give me an initiative roll. Finch, you are up first. You currently have the ship angled to the left, and they are firing these cannons at you, and you've actually made the target of the ship bigger because you're not you're angled to the side, but technically that didn't have anything to do with the percentage. But that might be a problem in the future. What if maybe I uh, decide to wiggle us into a 180 and kind of start going right now <laughs> but still keeping us horizontal so do a u-turn to make keep yourself horizontal yeah just keep keep the boat moving keep them like off their guard not knowing which way i'm gonna turn this boat all right yeah. i like it uh give me a steer check Ooh, eight eight is a failure uh with that failure you start to make the u-turn to flip around again but you forgot to tell the crew and so all of them start to fall over as you turn the wheel and the rudder's t- starting to turn them, but the sails aren't pointing the right direction. So the boat's kind of like hard aiming itself, which at that point means that one of you loses view for the ballista. Uh, I'll do an even odd to determine who that is. Uh, one of y'all roll a die for me, because this is a skill challenge and I don't roll dice. Well, it depends on who is in the front and the back. Yeah, right? I would assume the bow yeah. is probably the one not facing the boats because I would have been going left and then turning right. So you would have gone away from them instead of at them? Because I thought you said yeah. you were going to circle I, them. Well, I, that's originally just how I was going to do it until I decided to <laughs> turn right and be weird about it. Seven. Even odd is how I would have done it. So 
Keth, you cannot see the pirates with your ballista at this point. And after Finch, we're on to Thalamir. Okay, so give me a little context here. We all our shit spilled everywhere. We yeah, got, they've got all their shit. You've got all your navigation shit back on the table. Okay, if we got hit by a cannon. You did get hit by a cannon. There is leaking in the hole below. Okay, is my footing affected at all because of like the steering or whatever? No. Okay. Um, well, I guess in that case, I'm gonna do the old ride and true repair. I'm gonna run down uh, into the the cargo deck, and find the leak, find the leak, and see what I can do to fix it. <laughs> That's a failure with a four. That's a failure. Oh, and the DC did go up anyways to 16 because y'all got hit by one cannon. Get that white flag ready. <laughs> <laughs> So with that, uh, you rush down to the pole to try and find the leak, but you just this, you do lose some footing as Finch is kind of carelessly throwing the steering wheel around. Carelessly, carelessly. <laughs> fuck you, dude. He's just so nothing careless about it. It just slipped my grip. <laughs> and uh, you fall to the ground, unable to find the hole in time for this round of the skill challenge. And after Felomir, we're on to Astra. I'll load up another bolt and take a shot. At the closest pirate ship. All right, give me the ballista attack. That is a um, 21. 21 is a hit. The bolt flies true and lands on the upper deck of one of the pirate ships, and just you see people flying off of the ship as the bolt crosses, it goes across the deck. Wood splinters are shot up in the air and everything. After Astro, we're on to cut. I'm going to work on the rigging. Okay. So, yeah, you hear Captain Kayo shouting commands as uh, Finch is trying to steer the boat. Give me the rigging skill. Ten. You can't get your mindset straight to handle the ropes, and some are slipping out of your hands, and you're just so furious that you can't attack these pirates on your own right now. After Keth, we're on to Dork. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use persuasion to... Because, I mean, I see things things are not going well from up in the spyglass, so I'm going to use persuasion to try to to boost morale. Persuasion or performance? Well, I mean, if you want a metagame, I have a four in performance and a seven in persuasion, so that's why I chose persuasion. But I mean, we can go performance. I, mean, I think it's it. going to be more of a performance thing to boost morale. Okay. Because that's like giving a good speech as a coach and shit. Yeah, I'll use my performance skill to see if I can boost morale. Let's uh, get that roll. That there's going to be an 11. 11 is a failure. After Doris, we are at the end of the skill challenge, or phase two of the skill challenge. So the cannons fire, and we are at a 70% chance to hit. <laughs> Who would like to roll the percentage die this time? Bellomir is picking up his. I'm next. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and my axe. Yes. Oh, Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. That's an 80. Yes. Nice. That's a 23. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One cannon hits. On phase three of the skill challenge, we're going to take an initiative. Today. First up is Finch. If and or when we get hit by a third and start to maybe sink a little bit. Well, this is the final round. 
of the skill challenge. You don't know what's going to happen after that. So in other words, don't surrender. Or you can surrender. This is the time to surrender if you want to surrender. You will not be able to surrender after this. Dave is putting a shit ton of pressure on you right my now. My thought, <laughs> okay, let me just give you my thought process, which is basically I'm willing to keep going, but when and uh, when we get hit by the third one, and it, become, <laughs> and it becomes my turn, or will I get a turn again to go run for the orbs, or is it now or never for me getting the orbs? That's your call, man. <clears throat> well, not, uh, You're beginning to capsize, is what I said. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, think about so, the movie Titanic. Like, they started capsizing so halfway through that I would that like movie. to think that there will be time for me to run and swim through the bottom of the boat to go find it, which I will try and die doing. <laughs> which I will try and die doing. <laughs> if I have to. I don't want to. I'm not letting those orbs sink. And I'm not letting them get in the pirate's hand. <laughs> I need to do something about steering us where we can at least get two ballistas back on shooting duty. So okay. I'm just going to go back to steering and uh, just try and angle us that little bit more to the right that I was trying to get. All right. It's eight again. Eight is a failure. As you try to uh, angle the ship, the wind just won't let you angle that way. The ship just starts to sail away from the pirates. And now the only ballista that can aim and shoot is Astros. After Finch, we're on to Doroth. I am going to try again to use my spyglass skill to anticipate these cannonballs. Ooh, that's gonna be a 23. 23 is a success. What do you see happening? I see that they're, they're working in shifts, so they have someone that is loading them and then shooting them and then that person will go and get another cannonball while someone else is manning it to shoot. So I'm going to try to call the ships like, oh, they're, they're loading right now. Uh, yeah, they are loading right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After Doroth, we're on to Felomir. All right. So what's the cargo hold looking like now? The water is rising. It's about an ankle deep of water. It's ankle deep? Mm-hmm. Oy. Oh, man. Can I cast Unseen Servant to assist me in getting supplies to plug this hole up? Yes, that will be a spell attack. Uh, that's a big old crit. Yes. Woo! Yes, you succeed. All right, well, I'm just going to cast Unseen Servant and command him to go back up to the deck above and grab, like, some supplies, some boards or something to uh, bring back down to me so I can plug the hole. And you all start nailing those boards into the hole so that you're covering the leak. After Felomir, we're on to go. All right, so I've got a guy working the uh, the ballista with me, right? So I'm going to grab him by the shoulders and use intimidation to say, You, go downstairs and grab my things. Go down and make a right and then make a left. <laughs> you have an intimidation check. Six. Six is a failure. You kind of like lose grip of him, like a wave crashes and like he falls under you and you're just trying to hold him, but you're also losing him and then he just kind of gets up and starts working rigging and you're kind of like trying to balance yourself out too. So you just didn't get to do the full intimidation. After Kath, we're on to Astra, currently up to eight failures. It's going to be an 80% chance at this point. That we get hit? That you get hit. How far away are the sails from me? The sails of your ship? Yes. 60 feet. So if I wanted to cast Gust of Wind at the sails. Yeah, you could do that. 
to see if that would help us get the fuck away. Get a little boost. Yeah. Get out, a boost. At least three. out of range. <laughs> I was about to say that. Uh, give me a spell attack with Gust of Wind. 18. 18 is a success. So the final round of the skill challenge ends, but we have to do two more cannon fires. Who wants to roll the percentage die? I don't want to, but I haven't yet. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do it. You're looking for 81 or above. <laughs> I don't, really, don't want to be responsible for another failure. I'll fail for you. <laughs> I got a 78. Ooh. I know, right? <laughs> I got a 23. I didn't know what was going to happen if four hits happened. I didn't expect that. We got the the simulcast hit. Yeah, the ship is severely damaged. One cannonball hits the hole directly in the back, right below Astra. The hole is about four feet wide, and half of it is underwater. And then the other cannonball just knocks out both masts. It was like perfectly lined up. Doris, you're falling. Oh no. Do I notice this? No, you don't too much chaos. <laughs> well, at least the only way is a pound. <laughs> so it's like a feather fall. I was going no. to cast feather fall, but you get that carried mean- away by a wind torrent. <laughs> All that means is like whatever I hit doesn't get damaged that much. I still get damaged. Just summon your bird, your bird friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like carry me. <laughs> hey, companions. So it is 5:30 p.m. Central on October 16th. This episode releases tomorrow at 6 a.m. Central, so just over 12 hours from now. I'm still in the middle of the edit, and where we are in the episode is how much I have edited. I haven't even touched the second half of this episode. I hope this tells you how dedicated I am to getting these episodes out to you on time. The reason the edit is so late, though, is the last couple of weeks we have had some sicknesses and other issues scheduling-wise. We recorded this Monday, October 14th, so two days ago, and it was late at night because Matt Finch had a late shift with his job. So it's been a serious crunch the last 48 hours to get this to you. I really hope this turns out okay because I'm kind of speeding through this edit as quickly as I can. I've even, uh, as you know, I put the ad for Battle Bards at the beginning because I I just didn't have the time to do custom music for this round. And um, so I'm kind of reusing old things and using paid for things from Battle Bards. So uh, if you have if you have a t- at home table, uh, maybe consider getting Battle Bards because your use of our promo code will help you know make things cheaper for us in the future. But I am mostly throwing this mid roll out to you here to uh, let you know that we are in the process of preparing for our yearly live show to celebrate our anniversary of being a podcast. This year will be the third installment of our annual celebration and will be occurring on December thirteenth in Mobile, Alabama. I know that many of you are not even close to that location, but if you can, prepare yourselves to be there. More details are to come. For now, though, we are going to get back to the episode. So up next, we're not doing what I call a skill challenge, but a combat challenge. It's not combat, it's a combat challenge. For every five damage you do, you kill somebody. So if we do, like, say, 10 damage... Then you kill two people. 
If you do 11 damage, you kill two people. If you do nine damage, you kill one person. And I assume we're not like taking targets or any of that kind of thing. Nope. Is the damage cumulative? Like if I do seven and he does eight, does that kill three people? No. Okay. You're killing people on your own. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Dorothy. I forgot about you. Oh yeah, I've fallen. I'm oh, in no. oh no! Wow. But I am floating. <laughs> <laughs> like a bottle of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't ever going down. So yeah, with this combat challenge, you have, I think you have a couple choices you can make. You can attack or go get your things. If you go get your things, you're forfeiting your turn and you have to succeed on an investigation check. This is not a skill challenge anymore. You're not using skills like you were before. You can take as many investigation checks as you want, but you will have to do an investigation check of 12 to get your things. Can I now use my lucky dice? Yes. Mm. You're changing your mind. Well. Look, I'm just trying to get out of the water, Dave. I know, At I know. this point. I understand. I'm just, I have to think about future combat challenges. Because I'm also, I, I don't want to do life force and spell slots here either. Or do I? Yes. We're going to do life force and spell slots during combat challenges. You can repeat spells. You can repeat attacks. You can repeat everything. The whole idea of combat challenges is there's an HP threshold that you have to hit in order to kill somebody. This is like horde fighting, basically. A horde challenge. That's what we'll call it. Okay. Like in Smash. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, we will do initiatives. The way this will work is... They, the enemy also has attacks at the end of the of your turns. They have a threshold of 5 HP in this specific combat challenge to kill your crewmates. Y'all will not die. Y'all are heroes. These crewmates are like... Eons. They're yeah, eons. They're fodder. Like uh, fucking League of Legends. They're the... They're the minions in, yeah. the, in, the, in the lane, yeah. So basically you want to keep your crew alive before their crew can kill your crew. Basically we lose if we lose our crew. Yes. And, Dora, you cannot attack until you're out of the water. Okay. And so for you listeners, I'm going to paint a picture here for you. Two ships have surrounded the capsizing boat. They currently have five turns to have 20 kills. No, I don't want five turns. They have three turns to get 20 kills. I'm also going to... uh but paint a little picture for the for the audience. Looking around the table, we are all stressed. Like we, Especially when that number changes yeah. five to three. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that recording part, but I guess I won't now. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, y'all have some serious damage output. I mean, I think Kef does like fucking 25 damage on average, and then Fitch, you do 25 damage on average. That's five kills in one turn. Dave, I'm in the water. And the DC's fucking 12. You guys are complaining about nothing. <laughs> nothing. We got as, as we're surrounded by fucking stacked pirate ships. We got it. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Question. If a spell is touched, does the damage still affect multiple people? Yeah, basically, it's like you're in the midst of the chaos. Like, wah, 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 wah. Just touch throwing it, your hands it, around. That's the comic book, like, on a field. Boom, bam, shock. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out.
first is Finch with the 20. So I, I am able to attack. I'm not just like in charge of this boat. Correct. The boat has completely stalled out. It's not moving. The mast are down. Okay. Uh, there's a giant hole in the bottom. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm. You know. I'm perched up nice on uh, my little wheel captain's area, steering this boat, and I can see everyone to the left and the right of me. They're down a little bit. I got perfect vantage point. I'm pulling out my longbow, and I'm taking two shots with sharpshooter. Nice. Yeah. So it's a minus five to my attack, but a plus ten to my damage. Let's see what happens. Hmm. So that is a 19 on the first one. Yes. Right. Um, So then that is a like a 20 on the second one. Oh my god, this is with the minus five? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I finally got some good rolls. (laughs) I'm sucking up during those other challenges. That's automatically like. Automatically 20 damage. It's automatically 20, but like. He's gonna roll multiple dice, so it's like multiple. It's already like twenty-five with it's, ones. It's two D eight plus twenty-eight. <laughs> this one is this is kind of stupid. Yeah, I need, I need my tens, right? So that's those are my two D eights for each hit, and both the plus fours. What are your D tens for? That's because it's a plus ten to damage. No, it's plus ten damage. Oh, that's just an automatic. Yes, like you get that. I don't have already. to roll the ten. That's just gonna no. Happen. It's not a D ten. It is ten damage. All right. Help me do some math, Belly. Here we go. Y'all should have seen Felomir's <laughs> face when he rolled. He's like, come, come on. So you got to be here, man. Come on. 39 total. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. All right, so 39. 28 total. plus 11. Nice. So 39. Seven kills. I get three people lined up perfectly on one side, four people lined up perfectly <laughs> on the other side. They got cocky, man. They started, like, grouping together. They were bum-rushing. They were trying to yeah. run up each stairs to me. I have stairs on the left side of me and stairs on the right side of me. And I had two groups of people just filing up, and I said, nope. Yeah, Finch, you have successfully killed seven people of the 20 pirates that are trying to board your ships. That is sinking. So who's going to sacrifice their stuff? Uh, on to the next person is Astra. Okay, so I have the AOE gem, right? <laughs> Ooh, that's Explain true. Explain to me how that works again. Oh. I wrote... Soulbind Clevertism. Clever item. Not Clevertism. <laughs> it looks like Clevertism. Clever item. No rules. One use per day. Half spell range. Yeah. So the cloak gem, the AoE gem, you take a single target spell and turn it into an AoE effect half range. So if you had, say, Ray of Frost with a single target spell, you would turn that, whatever the range of Ray of Frost is, I think it's like 80 feet or something, it's now a 40-foot range all around you, and it does damage to every enemy in the area. But it's also, it's always centered on you. Like, whenever you, like, what spell are you trying to cast? Well, I was going to do Inflict Wounds, but that's Touch. But I also have Guiding Bolt. For the combat challenge sake, because I don't want to choose, like, pick how many people and determine range and stuff like that, we'll say that if you do a single target spell, it's max spell level. So, like, if you do Inflict Wounds... It'll automatically be spell level four. Yeah, but I mean, I can do... With the AoE gem and combat challenges, what I'm suggesting is that if you chose a single target spell, like Inflict Wounds, we will treat it as a fourth level spell automatically, and it will do that damage. But what would the range be? Because it's a touch spell. So does she need to, like, get on the boat? I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. We'll treat it like what Thunder Wave is in our game, where it's at one square all around you. So yes, you would have to get on the boat with them to do inflict wounds. Okay, if I can do this all in one turn, assuming um, I will jump onto their ship. Okay. 
and cast Inflict Wounds. Okay, with the AoE gem. Mm-hmm. So roll for attack. Uh, yeah, rolling a spell. Um, that is a 18. 18 is a success. So let's do a level four Inflict Wounds. And so that is 12 plus 10 plus 5 plus 2. It's 29. 12 plus 10 is 22 plus 5 plus 2 is not 29. Yes. So you kill five enemies. Cool. 39 and a 29. Bummer. So close. But still, though, we have like... I mean, that's great. Don't get yeah, me wrong. I was about but to say, I, we're doing like well. I'm going away from getting that extra guy twice now. Yeah. And I do take damage, life force, and spell slots off. Yeah, you yes. said. Yes, life force and spell slots. Because I let you automatically have the fourth level slot. It's just whatever the slot is for the inflict wounds. But so you it's just a first a- level? It's just a first level spell, and you used your AoE gem, which I think was once a day. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Is there a reason you weren't counting this one? Oh, is that a 10? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there is no zero. My bad. Uh, 39. Yeah, you yeah. did get that. Nice. Yeah, my bad. I don't know how to use Suck it, those two guys. D10s, <laughs> apparently. I never use them. Yeah, I think the only uh, dice that has zero is the percent die. This is too hard. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. This is so hard. Do you see It was no really one, hard. You we put didn't... us in a very stressful situation. I'm still in the water. 20 enemies and three turns. Hey, we're still sinking. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck you're attacking us, Dave. <laughs> we're in this Y'all together. Me I didn't we... say anything. Look, if, our, if, uh, if us expressing that we are worried is an attack on you, then like, <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. So we have gone through two people and killed almost all 14 <laughs> people. <laughs> Fucked with the wrong ship. <laughs> you may sing us, but you're all going to die. <laughs> Kath, it is your turn. <laughs> hey, Keth, use intimidation to tell them to just jump fucking yeah, ship. Yeah, like, do they get to surrender? Like. <laughs> All right, so I've been, like, just waiting for the ship to get up next to us, like, just shaking, holding this range in. And as soon as it gets close enough, I'm going to explode and let my rage out. I'm going to just charge forward as they start to try to climb aboard our ship and recklessly attack them. Uh, using my warhammer with two hands, not using the shield. Mm. Yes, sir. He's going to kill everyone. <laughs> Crit and a 14 for my attacks. Both hit. So with my savage attacks, I get a plus one die on critical. So 14 damage for the first one. Okay. And uh, 11 for the next one. So 15 total. 25. Or excuse me, 25 total. Damn, dude. He runs off on the one boat and kills those no, people. Then I... he runs and jumps on the other yeah. boat and kills those people. <laughs> yeah, so Kath, you jump onto the boat and murder everyone that <laughs> murder, you see. And one pirate remains, and you're, he's like backing up, terrified, looking at you. Doroth, you've climbed onto the boat at this point because we're, we've succeeded in phase one of the combat challenge. Some uh, crew member was able to save me. Yes. And, yeah. uh, the crew has completely forgotten about combat because everyone just exploded around them. <laughs> 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 but something else happens. And as this pirate is backing up away from you, terrified, the door underneath the captain's wheel that he's backing up against opens. And out walks a person. And it's a person that kind of looks like someone that you know. You, specifically. And she says, Well, well, well. 
if it isn't Love Rob. Or wait, <laughs> what is it they call you now? Ah, that's right. Keth the Giant Slayer. It is your sister. No! She's a pirate now. Yes. She pulls out a giant battle axe, ready to fight. The remaining four of you have the option to either gather your things in the next two turns or help in the fight against Kev's sister. So let's roll actual initiatives. And I'm gonna roll up some uh, details on Kev's sister. Lovrock. Kurgle? Is that... I've, I've been looking for you. Ah, you've been looking for me. Well, you just killed all my men. Now we'll fight. She takes her axe, kind of puts it down, and leans it against her and starts polishing the edge of the blade. What became of you? I found my way amongst the pirates. Why? Gotta make some money somehow, right? She takes her axe and swings wide and charges towards you. For a 14, which I know misses. Yep, that's a miss. How does, how does it miss? So yeah, I've, uh, I've dropped Rage, and as I see her coming at me, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like this is a, a lazy swing, so I'm just going to kind of hop back and just kind of hold my arms out, almost in a pleading way. Okay. Um, after she goes, it is your turn. Kerr, stop this. This is madness. We're, we're blood. Are you delaying? Yeah. Okay. You delay. And then after, Kef, we're on to Finch. For the people that aren't directly in front of Kurgle, your ship is pretty dismantled at this point, falling apart little by little, and your all of your gear is below deck. I would think that that is priority because what I'm going to say is happening, because y'all killed everyone in the first phase of the combat challenge, I'm going to say the first two turns of this combat is still when it's going to sink at the end. So you have two turns to get whatever you need off this ship before it's gone. In light of that, I cannot waste time about getting the orbs. I'm sprinting down to my hammock to find my sack of orbs. Okay. So we have split the boat into four sections on our grid here. I want you to roll a d4 to determine which section it's on in case you have to jump somewhere. Okay. Do you know where it's at? It's going to be one, two, three, or four based off of what you roll. Two. You are on the one you need to be. To get your gear, if that's what you're going for. That is exactly what I'm going for, yeah. All right, so um, it'll probably take a whole turn to get down there uh, because of the chaos of a ship falling apart. Uh, so we'll say you are now below deck, and that is your turn. After Finch, you're on Astra. I'm just going to look at Kath and be like, uh, we've got to go get our stuff. I, I think you've got this. Then just dash away. All right. So Astra is leaving the combat scene with Kurgle. D4. Uh, yeah, give me a D4. That is one. So you are on the rear over here that is separated. So that means we're going to need an acrobatics check from you to see if you can successfully get to your gear in this turn. Shit. That's a five. All right. You are in the water between two sections of the boat. You can see where your gear is in a hammock, and you feel oysters climbing into your hair. So as to not drown. <laughs> okay. Uh, after Astra, we are on Doroth. 
I'm definitely going to make a move for my instruments and my things. Uh, so you need a D4? Yep. It's going to be a two. All right. So you are on the main section here where Finch's is. Uh, you can jump to it. You want to give me an acrobatics check? Can I use a lucky dice? You can. It is normal combat. Thank God. Okay, I'm going to need that. I'm going to use another one. All right. I need, I need these things. Man, this is my whole life. It's in that bag, man. It's not meant to be. You got another one? Yes, I do, but it's my last one, and then I have an inspiration point. Ooh. I need these things, man. Jesus Christ, 20. All right. You have gotten to your things, and luckily, water is filling up around you. We'll get you out of there on the next turn. After Doris, we are on to Thelamir. Well, I'm going to follow suit and try to get my things. All right. Give me a D4. It's on number three. All right. And you are? On number two. On number two. So give me an acrobatics check to get down below. Crit. Wait, you're already below because you were working on the hole. Yeah. Thank God. And you said you got a critical just now? No. Critical miss. Oh, critical miss. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, you see your stuff. You're making your way to your stuff but uh, you are having difficulty with the cargo boxes that are floating and moving around on you. And also there are people below deck with you trying to get their things and it's all chaos. After, Thelomir, we are back at the top of the turn, which means you'll have one more turn to get your things. Kath, what are you gonna be missing if you don't get your stuff? A lot of money. Oh, no. <laughs> a lot of gems. Oh no, sunken treasure. <laughs> a lot of potions. Quite fitting. <laughs> a lot of scrolls. Oh no. Oh, Felomir's gift. <laughs> oh wait, I think uh, I think you have the scrolls because I gave them to you. Oh, thank or God. You, you took them from me. Yeah. yeah. Let like me that. hold on to those. <laughs> All right. Kurgle attacks. This time, whenever she brings her axe around, she lets go with one hand and just kind of lets it hit the deck bolt like right at you if if she misses, leaving another hand open for another reason. Does a 19 hit? No. You have a 20. No. And I'm, other- I'm using two hand. Oh, yeah, so it's a hit. That's a hit. Oh, okay. And I drop rage. 17 slashing damage. And with her other hand, as she lets go of the axe, a very familiar thing pops up. The barrel of a gun. Mm. And she pulls the trigger. Not a crit. It's a crit. Mm. She's trying to kill you, dude. Yeah, dude. I never should have left you guys. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have the orbs, I would have stayed. I would have sacrificed everything else. But My adopted sister leaves me to die at the hands of my real sister. Damn, what dude. What poetry. Oh. Oh. Some Shakespearean four orbs shit going on. <laughs> well, I'm going to go get my stuff. You got this, right? <laughs> and comes back and stabs you in the back. For 24 piercing damage. Fuck. Yeah, as she swings with her axe downward at you and like cleaves into the deck after slashing you a little bit, she takes her right hand, her main hand, and pulls a flintlock from her left side, aiming it directly at your chest. And she hits you square in the left shoulder, and like you can feel the bullet between your shoulder blade and like not shoulder blade, your uh, your arm socket. Like you can feel it kind of moving in the bone. <laughs> and Keth, it is your turn. Well, on that note, uh, I'm going to rage. All right. And uh, my face turns crocodilian. Oh, what is this? And I'll uh, I'll try to tackle her and grapple her. 
All right, give me the grapple. 14. 14 plus something, so she wins. She easily slides out of your grip like she knows how you fight. She knows your moves, Kef. Oh, no. After Kef, we're on to Finch, and you are below deck with your things? I am. I would assume I have them in hand now. All right, give me a athletics check to get out, not an acrobatics check. So just before I dash out, okay. is there a way for me to just kind of look around this room real quick just in case Keth's things are around me and I know that he's up on the top deck fighting his sister and that we're going down soon? I might at least grab, like, a weapon of his if I see it. First, we'll do Keth, roll d d4. If it's a two, you have a chance to see it. It's a two! All right. What is the DC? Fine. What's, what would stick out, Keth? Oh, it's a turtle shell backpack. Oh, okay, yeah, that's pretty. You didn't easy. take that. I should know that from a long mm-hmm. time ago. I took the, the alligator buckler. Okay, yeah, that would be easily spotted and probably floating. I would think that would float, maybe. Turtle shell, if it landed on its side, right? If it was empty or you know hollow, I would think it would float. Um, let's go with that. It might be floating. So I'm gonna say it's an under easy to medium difficulty. We'll go with 13. DC 13 perception check or investigation check. Investigation. Hey, crit. All right. Nice. You grab onto Kef's turtle shell backpack and uh, like kind of use it as like a buoy. <laughs> yeah, like a bo- boogie board. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you move out of the boat that's sinking, the section of the boat that's sinking, and uh, find your way feet. to deck. To find your way to deck, though, I will need a athletics check. Okay. 19. 19. You are on deck. We'll put you on one of the pirate ships. Uh, give me a even or odd. Even is where Keth is. Odd is where the other pirate ship is. Even. So I am with Keth and Kurgle. Yes, you are on the boat with Keth and Kurgle. Every time someone <laughs> says that name, I just can't help but laugh. See, what's poetic about this is she knows Keth's fighting moves, but she doesn't know about its greatest strength, which is fucking friends. <laughs> We're going to be there. It's Orbs time. Yeah. Yeah, Orb time. <laughs> After... Bench, we are on to Astra. Um, Astra. Um, Dave. At the end of this turn, the boat is underwater. Mm-hmm. Your stuff is in a small section on the board. On the board? Like on our on our grid board. It's it's a small section. It's not as big as say where Finch's stuff was. Okay. If you go for it, I'm gonna make you take constitution saves. A constitution save to handle being underwater. Okay. So first, give me a constitution save if you're going for your possessions. 23. 23 is a success. Cool. So you have the breath to go underwater and handle yourself. I cast fly on Oystritch. Nice. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, or Mage Hand to just like, I mean, there's a cantrip. I feel like that's probably. So Mage Hand could hold Oystritch. And then a goal swoops down and grabs him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Why know. are y'all trying to fuck this up for me? <laughs> don't know if I would stop it. I, I saw, saw some that. intrigue in Dave's eyes there, yeah. Um, we were like in the middle of a ship wreck. Yeah, I don't, I don't think a goal is going to be that daring. Yeah, and it, I mean, you could just be like right above the water. Literally just floating. All right, if you want to keep Oystrich out of the water with a mage hand or fly or something, the DC for your swim check to go get your stuff will be higher. Okay. Otherwise, Oystrich will also have to make a constitution save to handle being with the person that's taking him underwater. 
I will take that chance. Okay, so you're going to take the higher DC by concentrating on leaving Mage Hand up with Oystrich. Yes. Okay, so give me a athletics check. I feel like this is like in those Telltale games where it's like, Oysters will remember this. <laughs> mm. Everything about that. Mm. I mean, I'm that fine is, with that roll. It was Christmas. Oh. But I have Tides of Chaos, so I will use that to gain advantage. That is 12. That is a failure. Sweet. Your stuff is gone. Oh, no. No. Oystrich is fine, but anything that you did not have on you is gone. Can't replace Oystrich, though. Bigger picture here. After Astra, we are on to Dora. So I am below deck right now, right? Yes. So I just have to get out? Yes. All Which right. is a athletics check. It's a 12. That is a success. You are on deck. So give me a odd or even. Odd being uh, Keth's ship or even being the other pirate ship. It's a 2. Dude, Dorn's got his own boat. <laughs> Does he have his own boat? Um, after Dorn, we are on to Felomir. All right. Um, I, I couldn't make it to my section of the ship last turn. Okay. So I guess I will attempt to do that now. Yep. And then you will have to swim underwater. So we'll also need a constitution save. So first start with the constitution save. Uh, 14 constitution. 14 constitution is a success. Um, so we will do a athletics check now. Uh, that's a 10 for athletics, mm. but I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. Is that advantage or 20? It's an automatic 20. You grab your things. And um, at this point, I would like to swim up to whatever boat. Yeah. All right. Give me an even. Odd even is Kath. Odd is Dorth. Uh, even. After Felomir, it's the end of that turn. The ship that uh, y'all came here on is underwater. What about our crewmates that are still on top? Um, some of them are in water. <laughs> some of them are maybe drowning. Um, some of <laughs> them have jumped to pirate ships. But the focus now is the fight between Keth, Kurgle, and you guys. Just call her Kerr. That it's Kerr. too late for that now, Steven. <laughs> yeah, it's too late, Steven. Whenever, if I have to go with the well, well, well I first went with, we're going with Kurgle. <laughs> <laughs> that and you could go, like, we... She is known as Kurgle, but like maybe as siblings growing up, you're like, oh, oh, Kerr. <laughs> oh, Kerr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Top of the order, Kurgle. Hacks Keth again. This time, she doesn't focus on her flintlock at all because she has to load it, so she just kind of holsters it again and goes in for a big swipe with the axe. For a 18, which I assume fails. Defender wins. Defender wins. So, Keth, how do you dodge this attempt? Uh, I'll just, since I'm already on the ground, I'll just kind of, like, roll to the side of where she's swinging down at. Awesome. And then after her, it's your turn. All right, so... Uh, in between the, the last round of combat, I was looking at my Turkadal aspect form, and that's where I get the advantage on grapples. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, I'm just going to try to, like, grab her by the legs and trip her up. Okay. So that's a 18 for my athletics. 18. Oh. 
Uh, 18 defender wins. This bitch. <laughs> Dude, she's this Kurgle, man. That's your sister. I'm going to swing. And while I'm down there, I'm going to swing my uh, Warhammer. I mean, could you grapple again, I guess? I could, but I'm going to swing my Warhammer okay. on your knees. <laughs> mm. Damn. 18. 18 is a successful hit. Oh, wait. Oh. Defender wins. Oh, my God. <laughs> Defender wins. Oh, this is like the Clegane Bowl. Yes. <laughs> oh. We got to push them both off into the water. There's only one way this can end. After Kath attempts to grapple and then swing his warrior at nothing. Oh, my God. We move on to Finch. Uh, Finch, you see this fight between siblings occurring in front of you. Uh, Kath and... Keth is screaming like, "Sister, stop! Sister, stop!" <laughs> Does Keth have like he has his weapon? He doesn't need anything that I grab, right? I just have it. Yeah, you just have it. He doesn't need anything. And how many words can we speak during combat, or is it just like if I keep it small enough? If you're gonna take an action, you gotta keep it small. If you're not gonna take an action, I'll let you go pretty far with it. I, I want to possibly be able to take an action depending on his response to me, if I'm allowed to get a response. If not, then I'll just use up the whole turn just to talk to him. Give me a perception check, Kath. Crit miss. <laughs> I'm nah, not focused dude, on anything cl- else. It's a cl- game bowl, dude. I guess he is in rage. Or we know he's not raged. He's in rage. He's rage now. Rage okay. He is grunting so loud, you don't think he'll be able to hear you. Grunting also bleeding out uh, from like the shoulder okay. and chest. Well, you know, if he's that damaged, then I guess that really answers my question. I really just wanted permission from him to start... <laughs> Trying to fight his sister. Hey, can I hit your sister? <laughs> I mean, I really, I was basically like, do you want be, us to like help or not? Like, I don't, I didn't, I don't know. It'd be so fucked up if like they're fighting like to the death, and then like he shoots an arrow, and they're like, stop! <laughs> like, no. It's that fucking moment in Troy where uh, fucking Orlando Blue runs up and shoots. What the fuck? <laughs> no, it's like in uh, Game of Thrones when the wildlings attack the wall oh and Igreet and Jon Snow are like e- each other and then Ollie just shoots an arrow. Yeah. And like yeah. Jon Snow shit looks hurt. over at him he's like. <laughs> I have never wanna killed a kid more than that moment. Right. Yeah, wow. So but also yeah. spoiler alert for every listener <laughs> needs to be like inserted at the beginning of this episode. So Finch, you can uh take that sharpshooter turn against Cat's sister. <laughs> Is it smart to take a sharp? I, right? It's always smart to take sharpshooters. It's not though, because it's minus five. You found out the AC, which is kind of high, right? My it's crazy. an eighteen. I guess I'm a sharpshooter to shut everyone up. Yeah, the numbers <laughs> don't lie. Let's go. Watch. Just watch. All right, so thirteen. Thirteen's a miss, but you get two attacks, and you cannot sharpshoot the second one. All I did, and it's fifteen. Yeah, they both <laughs> miss. Bellamere's face. I'm not going to sharpshoot anymore. I mean, the first one would have missed anyway. Uh, two very strong arrows are shot clear into the ocean. <laughs> I'm going to go, ooh, look at that one go. <laughs> and it kind of skips against the rock. Yeah, like yeah, you do like something really cool, there. but not what you meant to do. You, you hit a seagull that's flying in the distance. Like directly I'm gonna in the note, I'm going to note in my mind that I can skip arrows. <laughs> I think that could be cool at some point. Astro, your turn. Okay, where am I? You are in the water. You didn't climb out, right? You just got out from underneath. I didn't get my stuff. All my shit's gone, except for Oysterich, who's floating on a So, yeah, you currently have the things that you did your job duties with. All of your gear that you left below deck is now part of the treasure. 
for this sunken ship forever. All right. You need to climb out of the water still, so give me an athletics check unless you have another way you'd like to get out of the water. Okay, so I'm gonna do, I'm gonna cast fly to get out of the water and onto the ship where Keth and Kurgle are fighting. All right, uh, so you cast fly. Tell us what this looks like. I will grab Oysterich with my real hand and not my spectral hand and um, just shoot up, just waves, just like a cape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a you're cape breaching of out of yes. the water. Yes. <laughs> and um, I will fly behind. Do you want to? Uh, I'll flank Kurgle. Do you want to be on deck or flying still? I'll be flying still. Okay. I'm like Storm, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then I cast Thaumaturgy, which I do not have. So for our listeners' sake, with you flying, are you like flying 10 feet above the deck or like three inches above the deck? 10 feet above the deck. Okay, just making sure. Um, after Astra, we are now on to Dorith. So Dorith now has his, uh, he's on a ship on the deck of that ship by himself. I need a free perception check first. Okay. That's a 22 or 23. So first thing you notice on your turn, you think you're alone. And like, it's kind of quiet in your area because all the fighting's happening across, like on the other side of the sinking ship. Yeah, the Clegane Bowl. The Clegane Bowl's happening over there. And the crew is like in the water, you know, and they're yelling for help and asking all this and all that. And there is a lifeboat kind of floating that people are in, but you feel like footsteps around you. Like near, like you can hear them. Like you can feel kind of like the pitter patter in your in your ship, and the door that goes below deck opens, and more pirates come out. Well, well, well. <laughs> if it isn't Dorothy Main Throwing, uh, <laughs> I've heard of you. <laughs> it's uh, what's his name? Uh, Lorik. Oh God! Either that, or it's the fucking. When all of our arch enemies start to come out <laughs> yeah. from the bottom of these ships. From underneath the main deck on both ships, pirates come pouring out from the crew that was working beneath to help defend their ships. Dorth, you're all alone. You know what that means? <laughs> Thunderwave. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Sing Let that motherfucker, dude. Sing it. Sing it, come to our boat. <laughs> Are you casting this at a higher level? Yes. Thunderwave straight down. So if I cast it at level four, what is the... The damage on that starts at 2d6, I think. 2d8. Or 2d8. So it'll be 5d8. Okay. I see them all come out and they're standing there. So what I want to do first is move to the, the center mass of them and just thunder wave outwards. All right. Give me the... Or no, I roll, right? Against your spell save? Yeah, it's a con save. All right. Yeah. Con save against your spell DC. So what's your spell DC? 16. 16? Yes. Huh. So <laughs> 15, actually. Yes. And I'm not going to roll each one individually because that's just too much work. Uh, give me E5 D8. 24 damage. Uh, so, yeah, the way I was going to handle that was basically the combat challenge way is that each one of these has 5 HP still. Um, oh, God. There's four around <laughs> you, so that's that you kill all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Their corpses just body go, like, yeah, yeah. They explode. Flesh and debris just rains down upon the other boat. So now does Dorth have his own ship? Uh, you believe so. But to plant, to put this scene into perspective, you turn to see all these people rush out of the door, and then you put yourself in the center mass of them. One of them was still, like, in the doorway coming out, <laughs> and you just shoot him back into the doorway. <laughs> 
<laughs> while the other ones go flying off of the boat. But yeah, that's the uh, my little like thing with Thunder Wave. I just hit the highest note I possibly can. <laughs> 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 Alright, and then we're going to go on to the to Thelamir. Alright, well I guess um, seeing all these other uh, pirates show up, I'd probably try to target them. Okay. So I'm going to do um, two Eldritch Blasts, and I guess I'll target two I'll target two different ones. Okay. Uh, 23. That's a hit. And a 14. That's a miss. And that's going to be 11 damage for the hit. All right. So, yeah, that one pirate is dead. His body falls off the boat after the impact. After Philomir, we're back to the top of the order where Kurgle attacks Kep for a 19 with the axe. 18 slashing damage. Is that magic? Magical. Cool. I'll take half of that. Yep, nine slashing. I'm still fucked up though. Yeah, how much? (laughs) I'm uh, I'm missing. We might all be fucked up here in a minute. I'm missing 53 out of 72. Oh, fuck. Okay. I got you. I so got you got 19 health. You're fine. Where Kess friends out. at, dude? Yeah, and then, like, if you go, if you get more than 19 damage, you're still alive with, like, 20 oh, HP. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean. Yeah, and then our fucking yeah. boat burns down. <laughs> we get another, another boat. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to hit Kess. <laughs> Oh, that's a master strat right there. <laughs> oh, hit me. What? Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> After Kurgle is Keth, your turn. I'm going to attempt to grapple her first and foremost uh, as I jump back to my feet. Never forget my dice again. Uh, so this one will be a 24. 24 is a hit. All right, and I'm going to... Wait, is this the grapple you said? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me... Oh, my I got a six, so yeah. All right, and I'm going to slam her on the ground and just try to get on top of her and like pin her down. All right, give me an additional strength check with that. And I have advantage on strength. 18. All right, uh, give me an intimidation check. Don't have advantage on that. Nine. Critical miss. Mm. Kurgle starts laughing. And like you feel like you've got her in this grapple and you feel her arm like pop out of socket and she just keeps laughing. And she's like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You win, you win. And she yell, looks at her pirates, captains like like pirate friends and starts waving them off like, just back off, back off. They win, they win, they win, they win, they win. What? <laughs> Are you lying to me right now? Are you serious? <laughs> all right, Kath, you, 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 you win, you win, you win. Grab some rope. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, make her say uncle. Like, make her say it. <laughs> Sir Uncle! Uncle! <laughs> I'm not getting off of her until someone gets me some rope. It's reasonable. I'm next in line for turns, so I'll just bring him some rope. Alright, so yeah, you bring him some rope, and the pirates, like, kind of back off, and, like, they just kind of hold their cutlasses to the side. Like, not holding them at you, they're just to the side. And I'm just giving a random rope that's around this boat, yeah. not the one that I have on. Sure. <laughs> just making sure that's known. Are you going to tie her up? Yeah, I'm going to just, like, bind her hands together so she can't attack me. All right. Uh, give me a dexterity save. <laughs> Seven. All right. Perfect. Perfect. As you, like, put her arm in place, it kind of, like, pops the the, the shoulder socket, and she kind of, like, winces but starts to laugh. 
and she looks at you and says, well, what are you doing out here? And I'll uh, drop rage, and as I'm just kind of bleeding out uh, in front of her, I'll say, I'm looking for you, Kerr. Everyone on deck is working their jobs. Finch is shouting orders to the crew. Hey, you over there, do this. Hey, you over there. Hey, line this up real good. Hey, unfurl the sails. Turn left. Doroth screams in a panic from the crow's nest, shouting down from above. Can't you see them? They're right there. They're right there. They can see us. Do better. And Felomir is frantically working with the navigation team, trying to keep everything on the table in these rocky waves. <laughs> Hold it in. Just yell mumbles. That's all you gotta do. Okay. All right. We we go uh, two knots this way and increase speed and uh, watch out for the wind in uh, three miles. <laughs> that wind like in three how... miles is going to be real tough nautical miles that is yeah. I like how Dorothy is the one that's in the crow's nest and is not using any nautical like language at all he's like they're, they're there <laughs> these are life rafts no, no, no bro the pirate boats, boats I figured, this I is figured. our next ride a lot of pirates we got them do we? <laughs> we got him, dude. I think we got him. Oh well, he's bringing more out. So, yeah. I mean, we might we might have got them, but fuck it, let's make them surrender. That's what I'm saying. I like how you were like uh, a person comes up. She says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And when she said someone opened, I was like, "Uh oh!" And then he said she, and I was definitely. Yeah. And then the voice in the log rock, I was like, "There it is." <laughs> What woman is this? <laughs> we can't kill her because we have to keep this shit around. Yeah. I like how we got people in the Discord talking about last uh, episode while we're recording this episode. Mm -hmm. Jump in there. Tell them we're recording. Okay. And say hey. Well, well, well. <laughs> Yeah, a non-spoiler quote. <laughs> we'll go into the spoiler chat. Like this one's a super yeah. spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Who posted this fucking the Bellamere thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was looking at a different one. The one above the. Uh, oh yeah, the I saw that the Master Roshi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Bellamere after his voyage. Yeah. Oh shit, we're like celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> <This is dope. laughs> 
<laughs> At least in Discord we are. <laughs> Can I just copy and paste the link of a GIF? Fuck. Nice. Nope. Nice. <laughs> it does uh, not work. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's like two paragraphs of just straight link. How you Discord? Can I delete it? Shit. How do you This Discord? is why I don't get on. You can click on it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... They're in a spoiler talk. It's halftime. <laughs> Wait, are y'all talking to them and they're talking back right yes. now? Yes. Well, We're Pluto really just was, but now it's ourselves. just us. <laughs> <laughs> Literally sitting at the table with each other. Talking in a chat room with each other. <laughs> I'm about to jump in journal, see if I can spark some people up. If it isn't Glug Grub. <laughs> as soon as uh, she said that name, I was like, that's from the song. He yeah. Sang. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, is that, was that his yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. There, yeah. there once Lug, was Lug an orc named Glug Grub. <laughs> <laughs> took that fucker down. <laughs> yeah. Took see, that see, I fucker down. He took Glug Lug Lugrug. No, Lugrug. He is Lugrug. He's singing in the in the first person. Yeah, there once was an okay. orc named Lugrug. He was so brave and strong. Mm. He fought in the arena and he battled all day long. Then, but then one day, <laughs> burned down half the town. And little did he know that he was the giant. He's cast the giant. He's, he's still took that fucking He's cast the giant. Yeah. Not he's cast the giant. <laughs> oh no that was one of the most heartbreaking moments 